Welcome. My name is Paula Ramirez and this is Chicana Mom Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to all the hardworking Chicana moms and their familias. We talk about life, parenting, the emotions we go through as human beings, the journeys of the struggles and triumphs, life stories, God, education, music, and more. I strongly believe we're connected in this world. Unidas creamos cambio. Querer es poder. Now let's get started. Welcome, my Chicana moms. So I hope you're having an amazing day or night, um, depending on when you're listening to this. But today I want to talk to you about something very interesting. I have no idea, but when I come up with these topics, they're just a little random sometimes. And yeah, so today I'm going to talk to you about la historia de la tortilla. As a health coach, I mean, a Mexican, American health coach, you know, our culture plays a big important role into the foods that we eat every day. So if you want to get in a diet because you want to lose weight, you gravitate to what? Salads, fruits, right? What culture is that? Not Mexican. Yeah, right. We always gravitate to foods that have to do with a tortilla. One of my aunts, she told me, have you noticed that every food that is made at Mexican restaurants have a tortilla? And I was like, what do you mean? An enchilada has a tortilla, right? Chilaquiles, tacos, burritos, right? And tostadas and so forth. Everything has a tortilla. And I was like, wow. As human beings, we have been imitating so many things for decades. So I don't know why, but I thought I want to learn more about La Tortilla. It's really insane to me, but at the same time, it's pretty interesting because I found really amazing information on it. And as I talk to you about La Tortilla, I think that there's a lot of meaning behind that when it comes to los Mexicanos. I know my dad... Um, which I'll share this story. He's so cute. So I took him to go eat a Thai food and he ordered a soup. I don't know all the names of the Thai, but it was some tofu vegetable broth soup with noodles. And then I ordered some egg rolls, some veggie rolls, I mean. So the lady brings out the veggie rolls and my dad's, his just him and I were just eating because I actually had taken my parents to get a massage. So my mom didn't want to go. She had to go do work. So I took my dad. And as we're sitting down, you know, they bring his soup. And then they, we had the, um, the veggie rolls. So my dad's eating his soup. Like, it looked like he was eating caldo de pollo. But it wasn't even it. And he's, he grabs the egg, the egg roll, the veggie roll. And he's eating at the same time. So it's his habit. He thought it was like a rolled tortilla. Well, I mean, he knew what it was. But just that that habit of picking up a pedazo de tortilla 
or rolling up a tortilla and just biting the tortilla and taking the scoop of that caldo de pollo, you know, that Mexican, you know what I'm talking about. But it was so funny because it wasn't even Mexican food, it was Thai food. But either way, I always remember that. And my dad is so cute. But, um, you know, la tortilla, man, this is the definition of a tortilla. Check this out. Tortilla, a name given by the Spaniards to the unleavened flat bread they found in Mexico among the Aztec in the 16th century. The word tortilla comes from the Spanish word torta, which means round cake. Tortilla is obviously made from corn, but if we get really profound, corn is wow. It's amazing. Did you know that they make explosions out of corn? They make diapers out of corn. It's crazy. So today I'm going to talk to you about la tortilla famosa. I mean, come on. Every Mexican usually has tortilla, a stack of tortillas, or you make tortillas de a mano, and those are the best, <laughs> totally the best. So I'm going to talk to you about la tortilla, the history about it, and then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the nutritional aspect behind la tortilla and why consider different options but never eliminating la tortilla. Let's get started. All right, so this is the history of la tortilla. So I'm talking to you past and present and future. So tortillas date back as far as 10,000 years before Christ. It was the principal food of the Aztecs, who were dominant people in Mesoamerica in 1519. So Spanish conquerors looking for gold that they found and sent back to Spain when they reached the highlands of Mexico found a civilization that had the most delightful and unusual food. So the main diet of these people was corn. It supplied the necessary starch to main source of energy, as well as protein and a little fat. So sometimes the corn was eaten raw on the cob, but in most cases it was stored dry and ground into cornmeal and later made into masa, which is a corn dough, of course. Um, and as time went on, the Indians learned how to soak the corn kernels in lime solution until the skin came off, which made the making of the masa a lot easier for them. So until today, this ancient method of making tortillas is still being followed. An Indian woman working in with a stone slab grinding the soaked kernels into masa. The masa can be white, yellow, or any color the raw corn is. Sometimes it's blue. But Importantly, the consistency is the key. So as simple as the ingredients are, if the temperature of the mix water is not just right or not the right quantity, the tortilla will not come out perfect. So we have to have the round, perfect masa ball. In Mexico, there was a young girl, for example, that was spending years in learning the secret to making the perfect tortilla. So once the masa is just right, you know, that's when we have to know, okay, we got this. 
So this girl was trying to do the same thing. So when the masa is about six, eight inches in diameter, it is placed onto a hot griddle, which is a comal, to be quickly cooked on both sides, right? So this little girl tried her best, the secrets to make the perfect tortilla. So once the masa is just right, a golf ball of masa is placed and she put it in her hands between, and she processed by patting it into flat, thin pancakes. And that's how she was able to make a flat tortilla. But if you have ever eaten a tortilla right off the griddle, you know how good it can be. Oh, so delicious. I try to make tortillas myself, but for some reason they came out a little too thick. And I don't like them thick. So today tortillas are prepared using the same ingredients, but there's actually machines that have replaced the Indian women working over, you know, in the comal. So each tortilla is perfect and uniform as its size, but obviously, even, I, I honestly, I have seen um, women make those um, tortillas de mano, and wow, they come out perfectly as well, even better than the machines. So they are made from corn as well as wheat flour, and they come in every flavor imaginable. But even with all of our new technology, one can still make them from scratch if actually you choose so. So if you have never tried to make a tortilla on your own, oh, I highly recommend it. They taste so good. I mean, it's going to take a lot of practice, but I'm pretty sure we can do it, right? So from the days of the Aztec, and the first known tortilla to today, tortillas have gone from an ethnic food to maintain in the United States. So tortillas, you guys, it sells and has become the second only to sliced bread as the number two packaged bread product sold. So passing bagels and muffins, tortillas are it. Um, so it estimates that $5.7 million of tortillas have been sold in the United States in the year of 2002 according to the TIA, the Tortilla Industry Association. So tortillas, once only thought of as a Mexican food, is now being eaten by Americans with everything one can think of. Hot dogs, peanut butter and jelly, pizza, casserole sandwiches, a wrap for anything you can think of. I don't know if as Mexicans we would ever try a tortilla with jelly. Or peanut butter. That's disgusting to me. To me it is, but I respect those who like it. I just can't imagine that. So tortillas have become like a bread product. Pretty much has replaced that. You can find almost anywhere from like fast food restaurants to gourmet shops. And us Americans have fallen in love with this new and exciting flatbread that has been around for centuries. When I say Americans, Mexican Americans. But you know what? I actually have met people um, there are Mexicans and don't like tortilla. Like, what is that about? I don't get it. Well, I mean, they don't want to gain weight. But anyways, that is the story, the past and present of La Tortilla. So now I talk to you about La Tortilla, which is one of the common things that we have in our fridge. And sometimes that's what our grandmothers used to do, right? Or if you have your grandmother that still makes your tortillas, you're very lucky. But I want to talk to you about this because our culture plays a very important role into the foods that we eat every single day. So whenever we go on a diet, 
well, I don't go on a diet, but when people go on a diet, um, a lot of times they gravitate to salads, you know, which is good. I'm not saying it's bad, but sometimes those diets end up not working because they end up like, I have to eat this burrito. Not that they have to, but they want to eat a burrito and they eat tacos, enchiladas, carnitas, sopes, guaraches, mulitas, etc. Right. But we are able to create the same Mexican dishes, but changing them with healthier alternatives. So if you want to make, for example, um, carne molida con papas y chile, well, one of the things I encourage is to get grass-fed beef, organic potatoes, and the organic chiles, and still make it. It's still the same. You could also try to make tortillas that I think are gluten-free. And you can get the flour pretty much that's organic or any type of flour. There's so many flours out there. Um, I know you might think it doesn't taste the same, but maybe, you know, trying it out doesn't hurt. So like I said, our culture plays a very important role into the foods that we eat. But let me highlight this out. I'm a health coach. And in no way I'm trying to replace, obviously, your doctor at all. But anything that I give you input about health, um, anything related to health and the foods that we eat, I totally encourage you to do your homework and talk to your doctor, okay? So one of the questions that we get a lot in the doctor's office is, who in your family has diabetes? Does your grandparents, um, your parents? So when they ask that question, they just want to see if there's something like diabetes that's um, hereditary, right? Well, let me tell you something. Yes, our culture plays a very important role into the food that we eat. So that's what we've been mimicking all these years, which is so delicious, right? But the only reason why you will get diabetes and all these unwanted illnesses are pretty much because we are continuing to eat the same foods. If you were to eat healthy foods, why would you get diabetes? Why would you get high cholesterol? I mean, now let me tell you though. Food, eating healthy foods is only a small component of our life. If you eat healthy and you work out, but you have really toxic relationships, then it's pretty much like if you weren't eating healthy. You, it's the mind, body, and spirit approach. In order for us to stay healthy, we have to have a healthy mental health. We have to have a healthy physical health. And we have to have a healthy spiritual approach. However it is, as long as it's positive. But you're the only one that's able to create that positiveness into your life. The people who you get along with and the people who don't. You know what? I get it. There are family members and there's people that sometimes are just toxic. They like to talk their little crap. I don't know what word to use. But they just like to talk. Well, misery loves company. Okay, we already know that. Who cares? Whatever they want to say, that's up to them. But overall, what is it that you deserve? Do you want happiness? 
Do you want to live longer? I mean, obviously, I know if you believe in God, which I do, and only he knows, right? But so far, in not knowing is awesome to me. I don't want to know. <laughs> we just have to enjoy the smallest things. Now, since I was talking to you about a tortilla, which it kind of just expands my mind to just things, the story behind our tradition as Mexicans, um, it goes a long way for the different types of plates and recipes that our parents or our grandparents taught us and we're still mimicking, that's pretty amazing. It's like a gift that's being left to us from our ancestors. Have you ever thought about it like that? It's pretty cool. But food brings people together. Now, the tortilla and la carne asada. Every time I think of carne asada, you know what I think of? You don't know what I think of. <laughs> I think of going to the park with my family. And the way we do it is like one person will bring the meat. The other person would bring like sides or just anyone can bring anything they want. But carne asada brings people together in the Mexican culture. Vamos a hacer una carne asada. And that means gathering. That's pretty cool. We don't wait for Thanksgiving once a year. You know, we do carne asadas whenever the fudge we want. And it is awesome because, you know, meal prepping, um, the food at the park, and once getting ready, you know, with the cebollitas para asarlas, the other ones getting ready with the meat, Um, someone's getting ready with the salsa, someone's setting the table, the kids are playing. That right there is amazing. Food brings people together. I started off by telling you about the tortilla. But the tortilla has been created, obviously, back then with the Aztecs. And a lot of, they're all, they are our ancestors. They created it and we still have it alive. What Mexican that loves Mexican food, obviously, will not want to eat with a tortilla. And if you have a tortilla, when you are gathered with your family, it's just one of the most beautiful things ever. One of the things that comes into mind, you guys, is that, I don't know, my family, I don't know if your family is like that, but I'm pretty sure because a lot of us Mexican families are kind of the same. It's like a whole bunch of people together. But in my family, we're like really close. So when, when, for example, it's New Year's, we'll have New Year's together. And then we wait until el recalentón. And then we'll be sometimes at my aunt's house like all day. We're actually, we've been at her house majority of the times. We go to their house and we're there from the morning all the way again, like all day. We continue that celebration But you know what? We eat about two or three times during that time that we're there because that's just how we are. Food brings us together. It's like my grandpa. Oh, my God, you guys. My grandpa, he's so funny. So every time he's, we're at a party and he's cooking or even if he's not cooking, he'll go grab a tortilla. He'll put like whatever meat 
and he'll walk all the way to where you're at and he'll make you. <laughs> he will make you take that tortilla or that taco for you to eat. Wow. Like my mom's the same way. My husband will just be like, because my, my parents love my husband. Oh my God. They love him. And so my husband will be at home at my parents' house and my mom will serve him like a bowl that's like, looks like a, a an olla. <laughs> so what I've noticed though in our culture is that a lot of like parents or grandparents, they show their love through food. I don't know if some of you can relate, but I know I can. And it's like, ven, mija, comete un taco, siéntate. Mira, aquí está un caldo, ¿qué quieres? You know, it's always food. And, you know, when it's being given with love and it's being cooked with love, then you take it in and you feel that. It's, I don't know if I'm being corny right now, but the way we eat has a lot to do, again, with our culture. But also, we can still make, you know, healthier choices and still stick with the traditions of our culture. All I want to say is that our Mexican culture is so beautiful and so rich. The Aztecs, the Mayans, all of our ancestors created amazing meals that until now we're still enjoying. But now I think food is powerful because it is something that we put into our bodies And we need to trust it in order to do that. It is up to us to create a healthy lifestyle. But never forgetting that you're Mexican. Thank you so much for listening. And enjoy your tortilla with some carne asada. Take care. Bye.